1: Now, back to your tech report. Welcome back to your tech report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Marco Flalo. Thank you guys for being along for the ride. Mitchell, a very fun yes. iOS 14 story for you. Okay. Well, one of the features in iOS 14, actually in iOS 13, um, they, en- they enabled shortcuts, Siri shortcuts. This is kind of like a programming language, kind of pseudo-programming language. It lets you create, um, you know, tasks that have different, you know, Triggers so you can make it open an app and hit this button if the app actually enables it. I- interesting, kind like, of feature. like a voice
0: macro almost. Like a yeah, creating exactly. a macro. A macro, okay. macro. That's a great okay, word yeah. for
1: it. And you can <clears throat> assign your own icon to these macros. So, okay, um, a gentleman um, who obviously saw this uh, and realized his name is James Trap at San Francisco. He's a designer. He decided let me make some icons that people can use for these shortcuts because he saw how people were customizing their actual apps and their actual uh, home screens. So he created this icon pack and he started to sell it for 28 US dollars. Okay. Well, um, a, a fellow, a YouTuber by the name of MKBHD, Marquez Brownlee, um, talked about this guy and talked about his icons, which skyrocketed the purchases of these uh, icon packs from what he was making, you know, a couple hundred bucks. Or 6K to about 40K uh, after the first day, and he had sales of about 116 thousand dollars from oh 4,188 customers, and that is as of the writing of the article that I'm reading now. Whereas, uh, who knows where it is today? But just shows you the influence of certain people, especially the credible ones like MKBHD, like Marquez. Yeah, uh, and I was
0: going to say, first of all, bravo to Marquez Brownlee for doing that and and supporting and promoting people that are doing cool things, not just yeah. big companies. He really is a champion of just good. Products in general, which I love, and it does good to show you why. Mark, you just mentioned it. There's a reason that, that like people are called media influencers when you have the kind of reach that MKBHD has. Uh, reaching 10 million people I mean, what does he have is he up to like 12 million or oh, thirty million? subscribers up to like now he's
1: 12 yeah, it's, yeah. It's up um,
0: it shows you like you said the power of social media and being wielded in a good positive way not to trash and that's you know that's not what Marquez does he likes to promote good stuff and he does and it helps this person it helps people get a good product yeah. so bravo all around I think that's great
1: yeah, so I, I like that. Yeah. Good story. And, and, that, and that's one of those features that, you know, I think in iOS 14 that do stand out. But it's one of those features that I think people don't necessarily pay attention to because there are so many other fun things to do in iOS 14, uh, you know, starting with just customizing your, your actual home screen, which is great with widgets. Like it's, it's, it's changing the device for me.
0: Absolutely. And again, and I get it. And and Android folks have every right to giggle at us right now because they're probably saying widgets. We've had those for years. And yes, you have. And iPhone users have been upset about it for years, not being able to customize with a widget. For people that don't know the difference between an icon, you know, like an app icon or shortcut on a widget... On your on the normal iPhone you have the little icons that represent each of your apps little little square you touch it the app opens a widget is a larger device that's interactive that gives you information that you can control you can tell I, I want a weather widget and it comes in different sizes and the you know iPhone allows you to resize that widget three different ways so, you know small medium and large widget takes up a decent portion of your screen but it allows you to customize mark the information that's most important to you and the way I've designed, where's mine? Uh, the way I design mine yeah uh, just just because it gives me the information that I need. At the very top, I have my calendar. I'm showing Mark right now. Yep. And the biggest widget possible, or sorry, the medium size. Then underneath, I have stocks and uh, weather. And then, you know, from there I can go and I can create more of them. But for me, having this calendar widget, Mark, has been life-saving because I don't know about you, but I have problems with notifications, even though I program everything so specifically. Birthday notifications don't come up, even though it's programmed to come up the day before, the day of, at 9 a.m. Sometimes it doesn't happen. But with the calendar widget open, right there on my home screen, I can't avoid it. It shows you things for that day, appointments, birthdays, important events. So there's no reason to miss anything just because S-I-R-I. I forgets to tell you or reminders forgets to actually remind you so yes big so- widgets i'm a big fan
1: so I have a smaller calendar widget on the top of my device here, if you take a look at it over here, uh, yeah, yeah. just a little square that shows me the what's upcoming next. Um, I haven't gone right. into great detail about really getting a lot of the widgets in there, but I have the weather widget on my second screen, on my right. second on my second page there, and then I got rid of everything else. Like I, I Literally, I started removing all the apps that I don't use frequently, because on, on the far right, when you scroll all the way to the right, you have the app library, which is a way for you to search the entire device for the apps that you use, and it actually prioritizes apps in the way you use them them so it brings you know the more frequent ones to the top and I find that is a great way to look through my apps like they're all sitting here and I can just kind of scroll up and they're already categorized into genres for me so I don't have to worry about it which is pretty cool but definitely the widgets really transformed this entire device
0: And it also makes you realize how much we are all creatures of habit. And by that, I mean, did you realize, Mark, how many apps on your phone? And when I say how many apps, I mean, like maybe 90 percent of the apps that are on your phone you don't use or haven't used in months. I, I couldn't believe how many apps I hadn't touched in a yeah. year, two years, three years. But I, I, I like I don't know about you, but I get to this point where it's like, you know what? Let's I might not use there. this app every day. I know. I'll leave it there. It doesn't Same it doesn't bo- it doesn't bother me. And I might, when I need it, at least it will be there. But now it doesn't have to clutter up your home screen anymore. You don't have to have have all these little dots and, you know, even folders that get cluttered with games that I never play or utility apps I never use that are have no utility to me. So, it was, it was almost like spring cleaning for me. It was a great yeah. opportunity for me to get rid of stuff because I know they're still going to be there, but visually get rid of the clutter. It's like emptying out your attic or your, you know, storage space, whatever you... Just get rid of the clutter. You don't need it. There are very few apps we actually use on a daily basis. So for this, I thank
1: iOS 14. Yeah, you know, the same way. I have so many apps on there, and I try to clean it out. I try to keep it relevant, but it doesn't always work because there's so many things on there. And I'm like, yeah, let me keep that up here just in case, which is which is pretty cool, <laughs> and, I, and I can go ahead and do it. Um, the, the other one that I, I kind of like, <laughs> it's such a stupid feature, man. Uh, what? Just picture-in-picture picture is something that we should have had across yes. the board. Um, and We've had it on the iPad for a bit the fact that it's just now coming to the iPhone is just ridiculous but um, uh, i love picture in picture and i also love the the whole brand new Siri interface the fact that she doesn't take up the whole screen even though you can't touch anything else on the screen while it's being you know invoked i love you can the see fact it, though. that you can just see it and it's all everything's yeah. there behind the behind the kind of behind the the veil
0: and you know what and again you say this is a small thing and literally and figuratively it might be a small thing but i can't tell you how frustrating it was that when a phone call came in or when a FaceTime notification came in uh, how your whole screen would be hijacked regardless of what you were doing reading how you were interfacing with your iPhone everything just stopped and it went to this full screen look who's calling and it's not necessary yes I the one thing I did like is seeing like I have funny pictures for people when they call me so when they when it went full screen it would be a funny picture of that person I was like oh there's Mark and being silly or actually for you it's a cute picture of your family but otherwise it doesn't need to take up the whole thing
1: yeah but here's the thing don't, don't, did you not notice this I and again, I'm seeing that with because on my iPad a lot. So the phone will ring, and I'll get the little thing come down from the top of the screen. Right. I'll hit answer, but then it brings me to the answer screen where I still have to hit answer again sometimes. And I think it's we have what to it slide it. I don't necessarily have to slide it. Sometimes I have to slide it. Sometimes it lets me just answer. I think it has to do with unlocking the phone. When the phone right. is still locked, you can you still have to go un- unlock it. It's Which very weird, strange, but yeah. But the, yeah, the behavior is not not really it's not perfect yet. Yeah, it's, it's not worked not, out yet. Yeah, not really where I want it to be. Also, you know, the control center. Which is when you kind of slide down and you can turn on your lights and you can... Yeah, on the right-hand side of the phone, yeah. Um, I find that really kind of uh, intuitive. You can really customize it. They've added things like bedtime, QR code scanning, access to some of your smart home devices, which is pretty cool. Um, So across the board, the control center is something that I really, really enjoy.
0: Where's QR scan? I'm looking at mine right now. Where's QR? Um, if
1: it's not there, if it's not there in your control center, uh, toward the bottom, you should see right. a little thing with the QR scanner that all you have to do is you get okay. into your Talk settings app. Just go okay, to well, settings. hold
0: on. Here we go. I'm, I'm in, this is all for everybody out there. Yeah. If you want to get that QR, because you know what? It, it's a very useful thing to follow and tag items or to yes. look at, look something up. Okay, so I'm, I'm in settings. What do I do now? Go down to control center. I'm going, okay, I'm in. So what? that's in the third that's in the third the section third of apps that exactly. starts with general. OK, so and then I'm going s- to control center, yeah?
1: Now right here, by <clears> the way, you can hide your uh, home control if you want. If you want to get rid of your home control apps, you can get rid of that there now. But it says included controls. And there's a section of more controls. Down oh, in the more controls, you'll see QR code reader. But you'll see everything else that's there. There's guided access. There's dark mode, accessibility shortcuts, timer, voice memos, lots of really cool things you can throw onto that control center screen.
0: I'm just, hold on. I'm adding this. You can add notes, sound, stopwatch. Oh, this is incredibly useful. I'm going to add a stopwatch too. You see, you so see. you can t- continue with the show. I'm going to play around with my iOS no, 14. Continue thing here. with
1: the show without you here. This is not how. This All right, works.
0: I'll I'll put it away. But that's a great thing to know. I did <laughs> I did not know that. There you go, my poor Johnny Carson for the day. Go ahead. Um,
1: what else? What else do you like?
0: Um, you know what? My my main concern honestly was the widgets. Uh I was I was in pre- You know what? Uh the iconography's a little bit different. You'll notice that the apps now yep. certain apps have a little ring around them to highlight them a little bit. Um I like the new iconography. Some people were thinking if it ain't broke, but I happen to like it. It shows me that I'm dealing with something new. Do I think you organi- use, well, do you yeah. use
1: any um any apps that uh, you can now make default like a different browser? Some people use Chrome instead of Safari. Some people use Outlook instead of Mail, and you can now choose which one is the default.
0: Uh, i i i appreciate no i did i did know about that but i haven't changed anything because i still i still use the default engines that i use of course you know in my every day which was fine i just you know google search and Safari's the browser and all that stuff so that wasn't an issue i'm just looking around my phone now and the one thing i will say um at first and this is before uh .01 came out i guess so the first fix the first the immediate fix yeah. um and that was, uh, that it, there was a little bit of a delay. There was a lag, uh, for S I R I. Actually, I could say Siri because you have to say hey first. Yeah. Um, so there was a little bit la- of a lag with Siri. She had a little problem recognizing and getting her, you know, work done. There was always a big delay. I found that has been the gap is closed, that speed gap is closing as updates come out. I just want to give a little thing out there to people, and this is courtesy of, uh, Brian Tong, who do- also does some great YouTube videos. Um, he used to do Apple Bytes, I guess, on uh, CNET, and then he has his own brand, Apple Bits. Um, really good stuff. And he, he gave Bits a little Bites. recommendation to people that I'm going to pass on to Aaron. Thank you, Brian Tong, for this. So he was saying, there are people that are going to be downloading, like yourself, Mark, the latest version of iOS 14.2. In beta, you're doing it right now. You're testing it. I will tell people right now, if you're planning on getting a new iPhone, even though that event is going to be October 13th, they haven't made it officially yet, but that's when it's going to be. We're going to, they're going to announce the new phones, probably come out with some in October and some in November. If you plan on getting a new iPhone, do not, and I repeat this, do not download the 14.2 beta on your main device that you plan on transitioning into your, your next iPhone because when you do your backups it will back up the beta that you have and then try to put it on your new phone. All the new phones are going to be shipping... With an earlier version, they're still going to be shipping with 14.1, not 14.2, because it's not ready yet. So if you if your last save on your main device is to an, a beta of 14.2, you will not be able to transfer that information onto your brand new iPhone. You'll have to wait until the official release of 14.2, before you can actually because it won't. You can't go backwards. You can't go backwards. You're not going to be able to go backwards with a new phone. So do not use 14.2 on your main device if you hope to get a new iPhone because it's not going to ship with that version and it will not let you go backwards so a little bit of love out there to our audience if you're an early adopter use it on a second device and unless you don't care about getting a new phone then go crazy
1: We've got two minutes left, but I wanted to talk about the Translate app, because this is something Oh yeah, it's become a go-to for me, especially living Mm -hmm. in Montreal, with English and French, being able to quickly translate stuff and respond to an email in French is really cool. I know a lot of people are enjoying the real-time translating. When you turn your phone landscape, you can actually carry on a conversation with someone with a little bit of a lag, but you can just speak in your native tongue, and it'll translate it and actually dictate it to the other person in their native tongue as well. So it detects what language you're actually talking to, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, so many other things across the board. CarPlay, you can customize the backgrounds now, which is pretty cool. And I really, I really want to get my hands on a car that supports car keys. I want to be able to use my phone as a car key for my car. That might be the actual only requirement for my next vehicle. I might go for a car that has and supports car keys. You, Isn't guys? it funny though? Yeah, no, no, I, I totally
0: hear you. For me, it's just CarPlay in general. Uh, and by the way, did you know that BMW, one of the last, one of the few holdouts for using CarPlay, who is actually charging customers a subscription no, they stop. They fee? Stop. No, no 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 thanks for stealing my thunder that's what i was gonna say yeah no the last holdout (laughs) thanks mark for ruining my little bit uh yeah so bmw used to charge people for carplay they finally stopped doing that bravo but that's something i look for when i buy a new car if it doesn't have carplay i kind of lose a little interest because i like the interface and i like having everything you know not worrying about updating maps just using apple maps so yeah thanks for ruining that mark that was great
1: What's your favorite feature of iOS 14? Let us know. Email contact at yourtechreport.com. Of course, if you want to check us out online, it is at yourtechreport. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you to Brent and Michelle over at iRobot. Check out the uh, iRobot 7, and we're going to have a feature on that coming up in the coming weeks. Thank you guys so much for being here again at your tech report. everywhere. On behalf of Mitchell Whitfield, or Brittany, as we called you earlier, on behalf of Mitchell <laughs> Whitfield, I am Marco Flalo. We will speak to you again next week here on your tech report.